0: Marin live from Barcelona
1: Hey Marin Hey Steve how you doing I
0: am very, very, very sleepy.
1: It sounds to me like we haven't spoke to each other for ages, but we recorded a podcast less than four hours ago.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um,
1: But we went away and thought about the approach to ADCAR, and this is the first of five short podcasts taking each of the attributes of ADCAR. We're calling it ADCAR Matured on the basis we're not matured on our normal (laughs) podcast (laughs) intro, which is quite cool.
0: No, Um, but normally we try to distill things so we try to keep get to the very essence of things and here we actually want to dig a little deeper and let our experience talk a little more so that's why that maturation plays part in the whole thing
1: we're talking whiskey again which is really cool because that's where the depth and complexity arrives in that whiskey When it's in that barrel, when it's maturing, and when it's maturating. So we're going to talk about how ADCAR. So let's talk about that by hitting the first one on the list, which is awareness. Exactly. All right, cool. So we've been doing a little bit of research. We've been talking about it for a while. For once. For once. (laughs) (laughs) And what we want to try and do is to give people some good practical direction on how they can approach Um, awareness and how they can prepare for their change operation so the first thing is we put a scope together uh, and i'm just going to read it out verbatim because we've agreed the words and then we can argue about it but to ensure that the business
0: understands the need and nature of the planned change i love that the need and the nature that is awesome it's exactly. so easy, isn't it, to yeah. think, well, all I need to do is to make people aware that we're going to roll out
1: MS Teams. Yeah. But in fact, it's not. It's it's You need to make them aware that, hey, you know, we are going to change. Yeah. Uh, the business is going to go through a process of change and we're making you aware...
0: That it's coming.
1: That it's coming. Winter is coming. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So in this case... A definition of that change would be that uh, as an organization, we're going to move to Microsoft
0: 365. Yes. That would be the That need. would be the general idea, yeah. And mm-hmm. then you would tell them why. Uh,
1: Yes. And I think we've got a mixture of reasons. The obvious ones are, you know, the financial ones. We save servers. We Mm -hmm. save some resources on admins, although that's not always the case. Uh, We end up with applications being automatically updated. It brings in the the Intune, the AAD, all of the really cool stuff.
0: Sustainability is uh, is one that I'm hearing more and more because those Microsoft data centers are optimized and they got less carbon emissions, Microsoft striving to be carbon neutral, yep. things like that. So that's the, also a big player these days. And
1: there's no truth at all in the fact that I'm therefore taking all of my carbon footprint and moving it to Microsoft. <laughs> I get the negative effect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doesn't work true. like that. But so anyway. that's one of them. I love the one you told me about
0: a few months ago.
1: Why are you moving to Microsoft 365? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, a customer of mine, um, they actually, their main driver to go to Office 365 was that the uh, SharePoint and about the the server that was handling their SharePoint on-prem and their um, exchange on-prem was standing in the office of the CEO and he was getting tired of the buzzing sounds and and all the heat that was coming out of it, so... And I have a similar,
1: a similar reason for that. I had a, although I didn't do the work, but I spoke to a, an architect's company uh, and they were moving. Uh, but moving also meant they had to move this old server that was sitting in the corner. Oh and, boy. I, and I kind of said, OK, look, here's your plan. You leave it where it is. In fact, you can hit it with a hammer as soon as we've migrated all the oh. stuff into the Microsoft 365. And they went, you mean we don't have to take it with us? No, you don't have to take it with you. And after giving them that piece of advice, they still didn't give me the work. But there you go. Because
0: so that, that sounds like the perfect like, farewell to the old building. Like, let's all hit the server with a hammer. hammer. <laughs> yeah. Or like, go ax go throwing or something to the server.
1: Yeah. So coming back to this then, so it's about the why we're changing, mm-hmm. and it's about the planned change, and the nature yeah. of that change, mm-hmm. and how it will affect you.
0: Yeah. Now the, the question of course how deep do you want to go in that awareness stage? How deep? How much detail do you want to tell your your users about what is going to change? Yeah, but I that's think, something I think that's
1: very valid and I think that's where kind mm-hmm. of the communication plan comes in and some of the tasks which we'll to get into in a second. But yep. let's let's just talk about bouncing back to the last podcast we made it very clear to people that as you go through Adcar you know, you're leaving the awareness and you're moving into, you know, the... Desire? Thank you. Why can I never remember these things? It's it's only
0: five letters. I
1: know, and five (laughs) words. Um, But yes, as you're sort of setting that desire, Mm -hmm. there is a transition path. And we've also said that you shouldn't go to the next one until you have certain that you've met the first one. Mm -hmm. So there's a set of criteria that we talked about So, for example, a high percentage of the business need to understand what this change is and what's actually coming around the corner and how it will affect them. So, if you take those kinds of scopes, Mm -hmm. then you can start thinking about, right, my communications plan and all the things I want to do around this awareness need to deliver this information so they understand it.
0: Yeah, true. Now, you... I, I was thinking about this while you were saying this, and and this is also the reason why we can't have short form podcasts because we just get triggered all the time. Um, would this? You, you're saying we need to have awareness done, and then we can start with desire. But does that mean it has to be done for the whole company? Because I'm guessing I could start working on the desire part for my C level managers, for example, making sure that they want it before we tell. The other people in your organisation.
1: I think that's very valid. I think <coughs> part of your communication planning is who gets to know about it first, mm-hmm. and also, of course, the C level people would already know because they will have approved your budget oh, before yes. you start yes, this work. Yes. But it, but it's very valid. For example, whether you know your head office learns about it before your Satellite or, offices. Yeah. yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, I can give you an example. Some years ago, rolling out a brand new network and, and new applications uh, across uh, ho- the whole of the UK. Uh, when I got to the satellite offices to start in Touring Equipment, they'd got no idea what I was there for.
0: Okay. You know, so th- yeah. so
1: they, the communications plan had kind of failed there. So um, yeah. it is difficult to work out how who to tell first and who not to tell first. But I can also um, quote an example uh, of uh, Ford Motor Company, and this is a long time ago, like 25, 30 years ago, but the company could not get the information out to everybody in the business quick enough. So people were reading about it in the press before the the board were actually passing them. So the solution they did was putting video TVs in every site above all the coffee machines so that all the key news items could be communicated out to people and they were going to get them in the coffee corners. So I think it's important that you do understand how you communicate the message out to go to everybody. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. So let's think about some t- some practical ways then of making people aware of what that change is and how it will affect yeah. them.
0: I think you just gave an excellent uh, example: the TVs in the in the yep. uh, dining places. So yeah. we don't need to say that again. Then, so give me another one, Moraine. Give me your favorite one. My favorite one: the email all company. We talked about that in the previous <laughs> we episode, did do, yes. And I I still think it's a really, really, really. A uh, nice way of, of communicating a message to everyone depending on the company of course if you got yeah. so many people uh, that don't work with a computer that don't have a, an email address maybe like blue collar workers and the other thing
1: is one email is not going to deliver the need and nature of the change. No, that is so, true. Or if, if it is going to be one email, it's going to be so long, you end up with less and less people Nobody's reading it. Nobody's going to read it, exactly. So you need an email campaign yeah. so that people might not catch the first one, but they then might catch the second mm-hmm. one or they may catch the third one. Or and, just some
0: details that they catch. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: And I think it needs to be with a mind towards that desire. You know, so that Mm -hmm. the messages that you're giving may well be fairly heavy and serious the first time. Hey, the chairman is really getting fed up of the noise of this server in his office, so we have to change. Mm -hmm. Or, more importantly, you know, as part of the path towards a more sustainable organization, then we're, um, you know, sharing our costs our green numbers with all the other people by moving to Microsoft Cloud and all that kind of stuff. Whatever the key messages are, they're the first kinds of messages, the need and the, for the change. But then as it gets on, you can start talking about the benefits. What will this mm-hmm. change mean to you? Yeah. Uh, so, exactly. so that emails I think, are important, but I think they need to be communicated well. And there's one organization in your company that would be able to help you with that. The communications team.
0: Oh yes, yeah, 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 exactly, yeah.
1: What is he talking about? Yeah, God, yeah how long I, I, ago I was it when we discussed of, this?
0: I can't. <laughs> you will hear this when you play that back, but I kind of think your sentence was a little off, or maybe I just had too much whiskey yesterday. One of the yeah, two. yesterday, anyway,
1: and the day before, and, and the yes. day before that, <laughs> and tonight. Um
0: but yes, yes no, seriously, but the no. Cubs team, Makia, yes, of course, to, of course, because they they know the tools that they are using to communicate with everyone. They can measure how many people are opening it, stuff like that. So yeah, they'll have those tools mm-hmm. in place. Yeah. So that's
1: cool. Uh sea level videos. I think I think it's important for the organization to understand that this is driven from the top.
0: Yes and no. Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, I know everybody always says that, but to me, honestly how many people are actually looking up to the CEO instead of just doing their nine to five? And it, it, maybe if it's a large company, like a hundred thousand people company, maybe they will just say like That's too far away from me. I don't, I don't care about that. I don't zoom in into that. I don't know how much so that of was an the, impact that was. It the might no, have. then exactly.
1: <laughs> so that was the no, but the yes surely says that, you know, that means that there will be budget for it, that it's being driven by the board, that they're aware that you're going to change. Mm -hmm. So I think it gives people a level of comfort. Yeah. So I think you have to decide whether the The change is going to be driven by the sea level people so they will be involved with all of the videos and communications or whether you just need at least one kickoff and then you need them to constantly mention it whenever they communicate to the organization about yeah. something else for example mm-hmm. you know they need to show that they're supporting the change team so that when you need somebody to do something that they don't really want to do yeah. they are aware that this is driven from the shot the from the top yeah. So yeah. I think there's some value in that, but you are right. And Nobody wants to see the CEO every week saying,
0: "No, We're going to change no. guys. Of course yeah. not. But it also is, as you said, it's, it's a good thing because otherwise this might just be seen as just another IT project.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so.
0: Uh,
1: other things is we need to get in with the people. So mm-hmm. when you're trying to sort of make people aware, you need to literally stand by the side of them as they're drinking their coffee and... Uh, You know, I should tell them, hey, do you know that we're actually trying to roll out Microsoft 365 Mm and what that actually means? So I think things like workshops and events Mm -hmm. uh, are kind of important. um, And also being able to kind of, you know, speak at their level. So your Mm -hmm. change team, the members of your change board team need to be people that can identify, um, you know, to the right level of communications, the right messages that you need to put through.
0: Sure. So those... Internal communications people. If you have an organisation that's large enough, they will probably have some personas, for example, or uh, yeah, ways of talking to those people in their own language.
1: Yeah, they'll they'll be able to tell them the kinds of messages now to get to it, especially yeah. if you're an organisation. What will resonate? Yes, with exactly. Them. Yeah. And what's worked for them in the past? True. Yeah. But you do need to have that workshops. You do need to actually get into people and say because you need to be able to give them an opportunity to to feed back and say, you know, this is another change that means I'm going to lose my job. No, actually, sir, it's not. It actually means that, you know, you'll have more time to be able to think strategically about your work, for example, at the management level,
0: or you'll have more. <laughs> inter- Which kind of sounds like you're going to leave. No. no, 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 no. No, it doesn't. No, it just doesn't. joking.
1: No, you're <laughs> right. It does sound like that. But, <laughs> but uh, on two occasions now, I have had to calculate the amount of time saved Mm -hmm. When you move to Office 365, because of all the functionality, um, and so you identify that the savings of this project are in millions of minutes of time saved because Mm -hmm. of being able to do things more efficiently. Things like meeting minutes, you know, without... A lot of the tools you would type them all up, and secretaries would distribute them, and you would mm-hmm. you know now, of course, you can do them in real time in the meetings as part of m s teams, so loop. that would be sorry loop yeah <laughs> no no no. Uh, no no, I agree At whatever At some
0: point maybe yes,
1: but there's a bunch of workshops you need to do because you need to make sure you're carrying people with them. This is yep. about. Making sure that people understand the need and nature of the change. You can't yeah. do that by just throwing one-way communications. True. It has to be two-way. Yes. So, workshops and events. Yes.
0: Set up a shared email box with the internal comms people around the project where people can ask questions, okay. create I, forms. I need, to t-
1: I need to kind of explain things to you. Oh, e- God. Email is not the best way to communicate these messages face-to-face.
0: Yes, but we're all living in a hybrid environment right now where we don't always be, okay. Bollocks, you're right.
1: I never thought about that. That is true. So there's additional challenges there. Oh, absolutely.
0: But still, Teams meetings where you just turn on your camera and start talking in the... But
1: we haven't rolled Teams out yet because we're about to tell them about the (laughs) Microsoft 365 change. Oh, no. (laughs) So this is why this whole thing is important, that Mm -hmm. you identify the tools, the, the most tools possible. You know something? What about... A letter from the chairman, actually posted wow. to people's house. Wow. Yeah. But no, not with a pigeon. It, we could even go with <laughs> pigeons. That, they would remember <laughs> it, wouldn't they? Yes. Hey, man, like, you know Harry Potter owls that are coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Find okay. the method that you suits your organization. Exactly. Yes. But but you do need to do those events, and we are returning to the office in a more. Easier way now, but if you're trying mm-hmm. to do Office 365 and scratch, you won't have the tools we have. That's true, but but one assumes there are some uh, events there. Um, the uh awareness then you need to measure the success of this so yeah. just and this is why the problem with just sending emails out how do you know they've even read them obviously we can look at them but mm-hmm. they open it up they read the first title and then they go back to the sales quote oh. that they need to have completed by 10 o'clock to present to their manager and then six yeah. more emails arrive in the meantime so mm-hmm. it looks like they've opened it it looks like they you know, but yeah. the they've never they
0: really read it. get no. it. That's, it's just again a set of tools that allow you to do. That. I know, so I know how you how that. you measure that. On the bottom of the email, you put a big button. Say, click here if you want to win one of the five Bose headsets that we are gonna give away as part of this communication, whatever. So and you incentivize you, them in some way. Yes, it's not a bad so idea. Th- h-
1: yeah, just to make sure that the message gets delivered.
0: Yeah. Okay. And I then you that. can you can also just measure how that uh, how that goes, because when they click the button, they have to actually uh, you have to um, answer three questions, for example. On what you've read. Yeah. Th- this would really incentivize people to
1: spend and waste more time on trying to answer those three questions. Oh crap! But there could be gold-plated Bose headsets, and then they might be motivated. But you have got to find what it is that will get those messages delivered. But the communications team will already know how to do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they're, they're likely to already have a set of people in the organization that... You know, you can trickle down this information. So that's another Mm -hmm. tool, of course, is the C-level people talk to the managers because the managers will listen to their bosses. And the managers talk to their team leads because they will listen to their bosses. And it actually becomes an objective. This week, you need to talk to the team and make sure they're aware that we're going through this change. And then the team gets to find out. And then you need to test it. So then you go and get communications or HR or somebody to talk to the bottom lane field and say... Have you heard about the fact we're moving to the cloud and the benefits mm-hmm. it has to the organisation? Yeah. <coughs> and then you know whether you've been successful or not, or it's yes. part of the process. Yeah.
0: Okay. And then you can start measuring how many questions you'll get in about that desire. If of, you yeah, yes. with whatever can I you're get in it existing. earlier? Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's true. Very, very true. Mm-hmm. Very good point. So the um, the other aspect of this, of course, is that you have to put a team together to actually manage this change so you need yeah. a change team yeah so you can't just have one project manager doing this on his own <coughs> dealing with the communications doing you might have somebody to drive it mm-hmm. but you need somebody to get this to talk to the coes to ceos and all that kind of stuff so who else would we want in that change team or in that change
0: committee um, in my experience you need the technical it person and you need the um, communications person or communications manager to both approve the message that you're going to send. The, the technical but, person Well, they all have different
1: roles, so let's not too yeah, worry about okay, the role, but who? Okay, okay. who? So I need John. somebody... John. John, yes, you must have <laughs> John, yes. I always used to joke around the fact you, you need to have the chairman's secretary. You know, or the CEO secretary involved. And I think a lot of people still do that. So it's valuable because they know everybody that matters. Yes. And I
0: love to get involved with chairman secretaries as well. Behave yourself, Moraine. Look how many times they got
1: you fired. Okay, but but I think it's important you have people that do know the people, so you know that level. HR is is probably a good one to have because Mm -hmm. of the change. You don't know whether there's any contract changes that are needed. You don't know whether it will affect the working conditions Mm -hmm. because you're going to have, you know, you're encouraging people to work from home through MS Teams and that kind of stuff. Um, And I think there's a well-being aspect to all of this. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but again, remember, we're not actually finding a way of getting Microsoft 365 at the moment. We're finding a way of make, keeping people aware that we are going to change and what mm-hmm. it will involve and how it will involve them. So I think communications, so yes, the HR. What about you may need to have some union involvement so if you actually yeah. have un- a strong union in the organization, mm-hmm. getting them on board, making them understand what's happening and, and all that yeah. is a great way so of getting it. So that they won't
0: oppose you later. No, no,
1: you won't really <laughs> describe it as that, but so that they yeah. can sort of, you know, make the organization see that this is going to be a positive move for all yeah, of them. exactly, yeah. All right, cool. So I, there's a couple of t- questions we came across uh, mm-hmm. as part of this process. So how much of your change budget should you put into awareness?
0: Exactly. So if you get a budget of 10K, how much of that should go to this awareness part of the model?
1: Yeah. And I think when we the if anybody refers to the last podcast, we talked about the fact that you can't do this in isolation. You can't just do awareness without thinking about desire, without mm-hmm. thinking about knowledge. So you're going to sit there and go, OK, look, I've got 25 days of support here to do this change exercise. You know, how much am I going to put into the setting up, the awareness? So you need to think about dividing that budget up and not yeah. just throw it all at the beginning and then miss out on the fact you don't have any training left at the knowledge section. So yeah. so think about it as a project and, and th- cost it accordingly.
0: Um, so, um, so we're not going to spitball any numbers here?
1: Nope, we're not. We're not, absolutely
0: not. <laughs> that's very safe of you. It is, yes. <laughs> is, is, yeah, that's a good question, but no, we're not.
1: Um, uh, it's another question that I came up with and I was thinking about this, and I know we haven't discussed this one, but who's responsible for the success of the awareness program? John. John. <laughs> John, you don't know this, but you're going to be. But, but seriously, no. that change team is going to, not want to do too much work so they need to be aware that they need to actively mm-hmm. get involved Yeah, and I wonder whether there's a different person responsible for the awareness bef- than is different responsible for setting the desire that is different for setting the knowledge area as we move down through the stack so I don't know the answer to this question maybe no. you know it's the team that maybe has to say okay our success criteria which we'll talk about in a second is this.
0: Yeah um, you need to look at those thresholds like at this point we will go Forward to the next. Uh, yeah, we'll get back onto that. Part, but who's but
1: going to be the person that decides you're there or
0: not? Yeah, exactly. So, so make somebody responsible. Exactly, and should yeah. they be from the business? I think so.
1: I think so too. I yeah. think you should have somebody in the business that is going to become the kind of. Uh, project spokesman for the business, the person that you know goes to talk to the CEO if you need to do something or the business mm-hmm. needs to do something. You can't force the change on the business. They need to understand it will take some resources. And so you need somebody from the business on there. And I think in some ways... They're part of the respect. Okay, we're moving quite quickly because this is a short-form, of course, uh, podcast, so we don't want to go too much longer than about an hour and 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. So we'll try and top it off at about half an hour. So let's just talk about moving to the next stage of, of you know, setting the desire and making people want to move. Mm-hmm. So what do you need to have done in awareness before you say, okay, we have desire, or we need to now work upon the key messages that say you need this, and how you get people motivated to be able to want that process.
0: Oh, there was a question.
1: Oh, I know I oh, do most of the yeah. talking on this podcast, but yes, yes you do. There was, there was a gap. <laughs> That's okay.
0: That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that's it's
1: it's a really good question. You made the statement early. USA, one hundred percent of the business must know
0: about. Yeah, that was, that was my idea. So th- when, when would you go to desire? Well, if everybody in the company knows that we're going to do a change so that everyone is aware that this is going to happen. And so then we can go to the next one.
1: So we have to measure that. We have to y- kind of yes. say, how do we test that 100% of the business yeah. know? So do we ask 100 people and make sure that 100 people know?
0: Yeah, just like in that television show, we asked 100 Belgian people in the streets what their favorite Italian food was. Now you have to guess what it was. That may well be be one
1: of the ways ways to do it, of course. Um, My question to you is what happens if only 97% said yes?
0: Then you know you've got some work to do. <laughs> or if 3% that, if that target is is the actual 100% but Re-
1: realistically speaking yeah. you need a majority of the people doing sure. you, you kind of you need to have some indication and i think it's a feely indication that mm-hmm. you know people are talking about this that yeah. we're getting some, There's some buzz generated as, i like yeah. that we're generating buzz about the change so th- that is true the other thing is to ask at different layers of the business mm-hmm. so ask management team you should be presenting to all the management teams you should then also go back to the management team and go okay what are your people saying about the change are Mm. they aware of what's happening do they see it in a positive way so get that kind of feedback that is true i like the idea though is statistically being able to say okay we're there now we're ready so i think for every organization you can set your own kpi Mm -hmm. All right, Um, you can sort of work out and say, you know, we kind of sent out 20 surveys um, and of those surveys, 85% of them, you know, in that they are aware of the project and they're looking forward to the project yeah. They're they're in a positive way.
0: We got so many views on our CEO video. Correct, yeah, yes. Things like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and p- so many people are going to the site to be able to sort of read about it and yeah. and that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm fairly certain, no, you can check that your communications team already have a method for sort of ensuring that mm-hmm. key information is distributed to people. So... So that is important. And, of course, eventually you'll have your new SharePoint sites, which would actually be able to send news out and know that everybody has actually read it, but you don't actually have those tools yet. Yet.
0: Not yet. So
1: one of those really interesting questions, of course, is that maybe you don't start your ADCAR program until you actually have technically you have your MVP for your tenant in place. So you actually have communication sites that you can start to use. You know, with all the modern and latest and greatest features.
0: It will be nice if you already have that identity layer, for example, there that you've got people with um, licenses, uh, AD Connect set up, things like that, so that you can actually start moving. Because it's so sad if you have to say, in about 9 to 12 months, you will see something changing. Correct. Yeah. So if you've already done that pre-work, if you already thought about things... Baseline governance everything then you can actually say look now is the time that we are moving ahead and now we're going to yep. strive
1: and yeah. I think that's the message I want to leave you guys with uh, listening to this now is that ADCAR is about preparing the change for the project it's not the first thing that you need to do before you sign up for your tenant or you have technical meetings with microsoft or you start talking to your uh, identity people and authentication people and start working out how you're going to connect to the tenant all of this you can do months and months before you get to dealing with the change in fact yep. it's crucial that by the time you get to this stage you've answered the question about how we're going to connect, you've answered the question about how we're going to authenticate you've answered the question about whether SharePoint sites will be available as part of the communication tool set Mm. and you have the demonstrations available when people get motivated and get ready and the desire is there but you can only set the desire by teasing them this is what you're going to get.
0: And you also have Knowledge about what things are you going to roll out and yeah. what are you not going to roll out. Yeah. Mm.
1: So that's our version of uh, awareness from the Adcar um, Prosky-based change management or change and adoption process. Not change management, well, it is kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's where we are with that first step. So Good. hopefully you've got some nice practical steps forward.
0: And our next episode will all about... Design. <laughs> yes, we'll start off with the U two theme tune Yes.
1: Um but but it's important. Yeah. You know, be ready and be set to move on to the next stage. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well yes. guys, I hope you enjoyed this. I did. Good. Did you? Yes. Cool. Now let's get some whiskey. <laughs> oh, behave yourself. Well, we're not talking about it. So those of you that's going to miss this, we will we'll bring together some news about, uh, about the whiskeys in terms of where we're going. And we might even put a little podcast together that just talks about some of the whiskeys we've drank while we've been here in Barcelona oh, and tasted. Oh, wow.
0: That's going to be a long list. It's going to be well, a two-hour we'll podcast. No, no, no <laughs> I actually said we would talk about the ones we can remember Oh, okay. That's got to be shorter. (laughs) Anyway, this is Steve Dolby
1: signing out of this podcast on awareness from ADCAR. Ciao.